Imagine a world with no cold calling. A world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today for help the way you want it. And welcome back to another episode of De Stefano Talks, Talking Scottish Football. This is Season 2, Episode 2, and we are here for a European review. I'm joined alongside Dick. Dick, how you doing, mate? Fantastic, mate. It's good to be in a studio environment for a change and not over Zoom. Um, pretty professional setup they've got going on here at G4 Claims. Thank to Greg for sorting out the, the studio and stuff, and I'm looking forward to getting going from here. Now, nah, mate, you're, you're spot on. I mean, we've got great facilities here. Um, you know, the recording equipment is top of the range. It's, it's Honestly, it's good. It's a step up, and it's, it's good to, to sort of, you know, be able to get content out that's going to be, you know, top quality. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, big thanks again to G4 Claims and Greg, because it's, it's been good. You know, we're here for a European review. It's good to, you know, be able to talk about having five Scottish teams in Europe. We've got Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hibs and St Johnston. You know, a lot of games to cover. Um, probably bar the, the Rangers result. It's been a good week for, for Scottish teams in Europe. Um, let's start with the Rangers game. It was the first game, the Champions League uh, qualifiers, the third qualifying round. They faced Malmö in Sweden. What was your thoughts on the game, Dick? didn't catch the game live just because it was in work, but when I came out and seen the game, kind of seen the highlights back, I thought that, you know, it's not the worst result in the world for, for Rangers, you know. They've been pretty solid in Europe over the past couple of seasons, and this is a step up for them. Their first year in the, the qualifiers, or Champions League, for quite a while, so mm. um, it's definitely not the worst result. You know, Steve Davis got a crucial goal late on, which completely changes the mentality going back to Ibrox, especially in front of a packed-out Ibrox, where the crowd will play a huge part, and to be honest, I do think they'll get the job done, but you know, I thought Rangers dominated over there anyway, apart from, well, from what I've seen, apart from, you know, a kind of blip where mm. they scored two goals through two mistakes, but as you may well know, like, at this level, you get punished. No, you're, you're spot on. Um, you know, Connor Goldson, I, I thought many, you know, People were tweeting about how poor he was. He, he really was at fault for the second goal. But, you know, Malmo conceded late on through a fantastic finish from Stephen Davis. Rangers and Rangers fans will be pretty happy going back to Ibrox, you know, knowing that they're going to have a full crowd behind them. I, I, I genuinely think this this tie is in their hands. They might be 2-1 down, but that goal was vital. And um, it, this really could be a be a big game for them. And I, I, I see them doing it. I, I don't know what about yourself. You don't want to write Malmo off, obviously, because no. they're obviously deserving to be where they are. But, yeah, you're right. It's weird to say that a team that's losing is going home and have it in their own hands. And um, I think, no, you're spot on with it. And to be honest, they were, they were the better side anyway, I thought. So I think they will get the job done and they will progress. Yeah, no, it, and, you know, if they do, they then go up against either Luda Goretz, um or Olympiacos. So it's, you know... No, by by it's any means. It's not the worst means. draw, is it? It's not the worst draw. Um, you know, Olympiacos. 
they're a decent team, but Rangers have faced better teams. Um, so it's not it's not a big throw. It's not like a big, you know, hard task for them. They'll, they'll fancy it, I reckon. Um, and if it's Ludo Goretz in again, they'll, they'll fancy it. So, you know, not a bad night for Rangers. Probably result wise for Scottish football, and the coefficient maybe could have been better, but not not a bad result by any means. Yeah, I don't uh, think the supporters should be should be too disheartened by that because. No. With this crowd coming back and the whole buzz, even because it will be the first game back, there'll be like an extra buzz. Yeah. And I think that, that will help them get over the line. Jablonic, Celtic, um, going into the game, what did you think? I thought that going into the game, like, obviously it was a must win. We were all desperate for Ange to get his first competitive win at the club. Yeah. From a Celtic point of view. And um, I'm delighted for him that he's managed to do that. But... You know, I did think, as always, well, the past year and a bit, mm. with this defence, it's even worse now. Mm. There's a chance you might leak goals, and that did happen. So, Then again, it's Angie's system of play. I think a Japanese journalist um, pointed it out that Celtic fans need to get used to this style of, you know, playing and scoring loads of goals, but also conceding goals. But then I think for that system, you need to have defenders in place. And having a player uh, like near Beton, who, who is prone to a mistake... Um, you know, it's a bit of a an ask to, you know, it was an ask to get them to qualify well, the for the Champions League. Sorry to cut you off there, That's but all right. the thing is, with Beaton, though, like, I was, a, I know he's had his, his big critics, well, at the club, I was never, you know, a big critic of him, I actually used to think that when he played in the fence, he brought a calming influence, you know, he's good mm. on the ball, but now, time and time again, he's, it's costly mistakes at this, yep. this elite level, shall we say, um, yep. and it's, it's just not going to help us going forward, and I think that, um, Maybe his time has run up. You know, I think he's one year off a testimonial. Uh, he's probably a good squad player to have in there, but I'd actually rather play him in midfield now because he's not got the awareness or positioning sense to to exceed, to excel. Sorry, in um, defence. Yeah, no, you you make a good point. I think you know he is a good squad player, but how you know Celtic are relying on a midfielder to play in defence is. It's mental, um, you know, I'm sure in future podcasts we'll speak in depth about, you know, Celtic's lack of forward thinking um, and, and planning for these games. But, yeah, uh, Ange Postacoglu, if this system is going to work for him, he needs to have the right players in the right positions. Um, it was a good good result for Celtic. I know some outlets were saying it was a nervy game, but did you feel nervous watching it? I mean, not, not quite, because, like, when I was watching it, I thought that this team were... Ross outfit, no disrespect to them, but they genuinely were, and the fact we conceded two goals to them makes you come away from the game a bit concerned. I know that a lot of people were getting on John Hartson's back for criticising us for conceding two, but in my opinion, it's his job as a pundit, he needs to look at that. Mm. And then also from a fan's point of view, like it's hard not to come away from that a wee bit disheartened, just because you actually seen the quality outfit that they were, and they were low quality, do you know what I mean? So yeah. It's tough not to be disappointed, but as always, like Celtic going away in Europe, if they score four goals, you're absolutely delighted. And yeah. we've got a decent wee cushion to take back to a full park head. And as, like I said about Rangers, I think we will also do the job. Yeah. Um, Ryan Christie scored Celtic's fourth goal yesterday, coming on to a bit of a game under Ange. If Celtic, if you're Celtic, would you offer him a new contract? I would, yeah, purely, you know. And what he's done for the club overall, all right, he had a bad season last season, but so did everyone. And I think the one thing you can't not Christy for is his effort. Mm. And, you know, every time you watch him, he's, his intensity is top 
top notch. Like he's always chasing down the ball. He's always trying to make things happen. All right, last season he was very frustrating with dead ball situations. You know, from corners and even kind of shooting from outside the box. Maybe not dead ball as well, but like just shooting. Like it was never really. I think he scored day two peaches of goals, mm-hmm. and apart from that, he didn't really score a long shot. Um, so he was frustrating. But if you're if you're looking at him now, it looks like he's got a new lease of life again this season and. He's really come into form. And I'm surprised that Ange actually didn't play him the last couple of games because I thought he's been a mm-hmm. standout performer since the restart with Lila Bada. And I think that now you're looking at... You're in a position where you've got to kind of put the offer to him and ask him the question, does he want to stay? Because he'll, he'll be a top player for us at, at that level especially. He's obviously come in for David Turnbull. Turnbull's not had the best of starts to pre-season, has he? Nah, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him. I mean, it's, I don't want to get on his back because he came into a, a team in disarray last season and he really was this, the shining light of that team. Yeah. And it, it's hard because, like, I think that shows you how quality a player is when there's a squad that's performing below par that much and he comes in and stands out. It, it shows how good he is, but this season he just doesn't seem to, you know, have clicked yet. I mm. don't know if that's because, you know, it will take him a while getting into finding form or... Or maybe it is because he will not fit Angie's system. I, I've seen a few tweets and murmurs around social media that the people don't think they will fit in Angie's system, but I suppose time will tell because players can be coached. So, um, No, I, d- I mean, you make a good point. He came in in a, a sort of side, as you say, in disarray. He played well. I've seen people saying, well, you know, this guy's only playing good in a, a poor team, but can he play good in a good team? Um, people are saying, you know, is he... Is he Playing, you know, the way he is because he's not getting the sort of same sort of balls from Scott Brown because he's not there. But can James McCarthy? Do you think? Because people, uh, people were saying that he, he David Turnbull plays off good players, um, and and that's how it works. But James McCarthy coming into that role can surely help help Turnbull improve with with decent balls in and in the service that he's getting. Well, I think one thing's for certain when you're a Celtic fan, every signing is a risk. Every signing mm. divides the support. And it's been none different with Joe Hart and James McCarthy. And mm. even for me, I'm on both sides of the fence where James McCarthy, who played, I think, 18 times last season in the Premier League, you're looking at that going, if he can keep himself fit, he's an asset to have. He brings bite into the team that we're, we're desperately needing. And he also is a fan of the club. I know people say, like, oh... Shane Duffy. It, yeah, exactly. And it, it that's the that's a nightmare if it happens like if it happens to pan out the way Duffy did. But I think that if we can get him in, mm. get him, you know, settled, play in the system that Ange wants, I think he will be a real asset. And you know, whether or not he makes a difference to Turnbull's game, I, I don't know. Mm. But I know that he will make a difference to us if he can perform to his best. Okay. Um Celtic if they get through next week against Jablonic will face AZ Alkmaar in the, the Europa League playoff round. Um let, let's move on then to St Johnston, who were facing Turkish side Galatasaray. I know I do you know I noticed I was live on um Pasamik and I noticed I was like, Oh, that's a nice stadium that Galatasaray are playing in. <laughs> it's Istanbul Bashakshires. I didn't I didn't know that. No, no, I did initially think this is a bit strange, it doesn't look the same, but yeah. I then I found out it was it was their stadium. St Johnson, I mean, I went into the game thinking they're going to get absolutely hit four, four or five now. That you know, Galatasaray, okay, they might get whacked five one off a um, PSV Eindhoven, but surely St Johnston aren't going to, you know, show up and, and do something. But they did one one. How surprised were you? 
see, I was actually on the other side of the fence from you because I, I had a sneaky feeling. I don't know what it was. I just think that I had a feeling that they were they were going to do something or they were going to cause a shock, and and I was right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just want to f- say what a job that they are doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what a job Callum Davison is doing. First season in management, a double deserves an applause. But what a guy. Aye. Um, you know, spot on. I think this time last season, he had one professional game as a manager under his belt. 12 months later, he's won a cup double. <laughs> he's drawn 1-1 away in the Europa League to Galatasaray. Mental. Um, what did you think of the game itself? Um, were you surprised at how poor Galatasaray were or were you surprised at how good St Johnston were? It's like, I think Galatasaray still controlled the game. Like in the, There was periods in the first half where it was backs against the wall. St Johnson, as you would expect. Yeah. But as I said, the like the sneaky feeling. I have seen that obviously Falcao and that Figuli, they were they were both left out. I think they're they're getting shipped out of the club. Mm. And I was thinking like I know that they're still got an abundance of quality in their team, but I was just thinking I think St Johnson could do something here. Mm. And then you know I, I seen that Maslera comes out, makes that absolutely terrible mistake, and gives them a penalty, and I'm like, you know what? Like I, it's surprising when you actually come to see it. It was like you know. A game of FIFA that was was getting played between McFadden and Thompson. It was just getting streamed to the nation. That's what you actually thought. You're like, Arsene Johnson actually beating Galatasaray one 0 I I was in the sort of opposite side. I thought Mislera when he came out, he took the ball and it just ricocheted off Chris Kane's leg, and then it was the afters. Aye, he tried to like he tried to like instantly palm it out to his defender, and it hit Chris Kane's leg, and he realised instantly he was like, oh, I'll just pull like he just pulled. Aye, head. but the thing is, the ball had went off Kane and already had like sort of come into the possession of a Galatasaray player, so there was no no need for Musilera to do what he did. So it's mental, fully deserved to be sent off. And now you think he'd be more experienced at that level as well, considering he's played in Champions League, Europa League, Copa America. Yep. I mean, a quality goalkeeper, mm-hmm. a quality captain, but he, he let his side down yesterday. Um, good finish from Jason Kerr. I know Adam said it's Penny Cook's own, or Penny Cook's finest, I believe he said, um, even though he's a Hibs fan and Adam's a Hearts fan, but we move. Um, good penalty. Um, but then Saints, you were thinking, oh, maybe Saints can hold on, but that... That elation lasts like a minute, and yeah. they go up the park and score, and I, good old Sasha Bowie yeah. scoring. The man tipped for Celtic. Not a surprise there that he goes out and kind of scores and gets talked about after that. But um, yeah, I think that coming away from that was coming away from Turkey with one each draw is absolutely huge for their confidence as well going into the not going into the domestic season. So yeah, I, I mean I think St Johnston can fancy themselves next week. Uh, I think Callum Davidson, Callum Davidson is a good enough coach to say to his team, "Well, listen, we played so well yesterday, or you know last week." Um, we can go out and we can do it again, and if we do, we can give ourselves a good chance of going through. So I, I, I'm not saying St Johnston well, but I think they've got a, they've gave themselves a really really good shot. Um, whole lot, whole lot of Scotland are behind them, which is which is also probably nice for them to see. Do you know what I mean? You never really get a lot of United support in this country, but they've definitely got everyone's support. I think because it'd be great to see them get past Galatasaray. Not well, and then I think they come up against um, is it. I think it's LASK Lintz mm. or um, the other team of the team team of the name has escaped me. But you know they've they've given themselves a good platform if they can get through to that to to potentially be in the Europa League group stages. Mental. Um, let's move on to Aberdeen. They were facing Breda Breck of Iceland. Um, 
I mean, I, I, I looked at the game beforehand and I said Aberdeen should probably win comfortably. They went 2-0 up, then conceded twice um, and brought back to 2-2. But Christian Ramirez, that, that man, that number nine, scored again and, and has put Aberdeen on a good platform. I, I know I don't think you've seen much of the game, if any, but how good a result is that for Aberdeen? Oh, it's fantastic. You know, I think for any team in Scotland to go out in Europe and, and win is, you know... A big, big statement to make. I know it wasn't against like the best, probably top level opposition that it, that it could have been, but to go out and get a win away from home, and then as we spoke about before, going back to a home crowd, mm. it's just, it's just that kind of you know statement where crowds are allowed back in. It just came at a good time for like our clubs in this country because you know they're going back to a second leg where there's fans going to be in and they're going to make you know a massive difference. But I'm actually surprised how fast. Stephen Glass has managed to get his team playing so well. I know he came in at the end of last season, but this is his first transfer window, and I think the business he's done has been phenomenal. Well, and Scott Brown obviously been in the Jets, and yeah. even even bringing in you know Calvin Ramsey as it left yep. back who had two assists again last night after two at the weekend. Mm. So I think teams will be looking at him already. You know, it's early days, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye on him. Um, but I just think that Aberdeen, you know. I did kind of go over the game after it was live, and they did they did deserve the lead. I think that you know they took a comfortable lead, and then mm. there was a late fight back. And I think once they got one goal back, it was like you know, give, yeah, give them the buzz to go get another one. But as I say, Aberdeen seem to have a lot of experience in the ranks as well. You know, they've yep. got Declan Gallagher who's played in big games. I know he's been part of the Euros. He was part. Of, he was obviously a, a brilliant performer in the game against Serbia. Scott Brown. Played in Europe and won trophies at Celtic for years and years. Mm. You know, you've got you've got a good Johnny Hayes as well. Uh, you've got a good element of experience in youth in that team, and I think that they will do really well this season. I think. Yeah, no, I, I can't disagree with that. Um, then we move on to Hibs. They faced uh, Rizika at home. I'm surprised at that result. I'm not going to lie. I expected Hibs to win that maybe two or three nil, but they lost. Uh, they conceded in the 61st minute, then they, they equalised and it ended 1-1. Were, were you surprised at that? Not really, no, because I think people underestimate Rijeka, actually a decent side. Um, you know, it's hard. Hibs at home, they're probably disappointed, didn't come away with a win. Mm. But, um, you know, it's all to play for in the second leg. And I think that they will fancy themselves the same as Aberdeen, you know what I mean? They're going away from home, which will be difficult. But yep. I think that they've got enough kind of talent. They've not lost. I mean, Doig has been out of the he's been out of the squad because of interest from England. But yeah. they've kept a hold of Nisbet, and you know, even Martin Boy. I'm surprised that maybe maybe not so much top teams, but like teams in English Championship or stuff like that are coming in for him because he's always exciting and he's always making things happen for them. And I think that in a pretty uneventful first half for Hibs, mm. he he was the one that kind of was creating the odd chance that they had. I'm sure Nisbet had a shot that was saved and. Lewis Stevenson hit the post, but yeah. um, you know I think that they did deserve their they did deserve their equaliser. You know what I mean, and they've got enough talent to see themselves through. Yeah, I mean next week's going to be a big week. Um, how many teams do you think from Scotland will reach the playoffs? Because um, obviously we'll get Rangers, Malmo, uh, Celtic, Shablon, Nech, St Johnston, Galatasaray, Aberdeen, Breidabrek, and then Rijeka versus Hibs. How how many of these teams are, are realistically going to make it into the playoffs? I I think that five out of five will no. go through. You know, I think that we're all in 
we when I say we're all they are all because obviously we ju- we just support Celtic, but I think that like every team's in a good position to progress. Yeah. Um, if I had to say one team that maybe will get put out, I think it most likely will be Hibs. But I think that all teams will fancy themselves to go through, and I think they will. So you think St Johnston will beat Galatasaray? Oh, sorry. Aye. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that one as well. So I'll say Hibs and St Johnston. I completely that game just escaped my mind for a second. I, uh, as much as there's a buzz about that result last night, mm. I don't know if that's as best as it will get for them. Yeah, um, um, I'd like to think not, but uh, I think Hibs. If if teams are the, the two most likely, then it will be will be Hibs and St Johnson to get put out. But uh, I'm hoping that you know progress. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I I think for me it will be St Johnson have the hardest battle to to sort of face. But you know it's football; anything can happen. But I. I I'm going to say four out of the five can get through. I, I, I would agree. expect. I'd agree with four out of five then. Um, but yeah, um, I mean that's our Euro review. It's a sort of it's weird doing two podcasts in a week. It's not something we've we've done. I think I've only done it once or twice. So, Dick, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You know, recapped European football. Hopefully, a feature we can do a lot more throughout the season. Just once again, want to say thanks to the guys at G4 Claims for you know getting in touch with us and letting us use this amazing studio, which is it's top class. So, uh, I thanks again to them. Um, so yeah, um, thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in, that's you know enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't already, remember to like, subscribe, and follow us. And we will be back this Monday from four pm on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcast at four pm. Imagine a world with no cold calling, a world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today for help the way you want it.